Is this normal? It's probably nothing serious. Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. Emergency symptoms can be good at hiding. That's why you shouldn't ignore symptoms like chest pain, high fever, trouble breathing, or severe stomach pain. They could be a medical emergency in disguise. Thankfully, an Eastside ER is ready to serve you 24-7 with fast wait times and dedicated ER experts so we can quickly help turn your questions into answers. Visit eastsidemedical.com. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmon alongside Stephen Julian. And a reminder that we are in the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio and Subaru, love is what makes a Subaru. We ask you to enjoy big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com today and join their family today. And our guest today, Stephen, are you making fun of me because I wear reading glasses yes. when I need them? Yes, I am. Showing because, my age. Because there are so many things you can make fun of me about, I'm glad that I have at least one thing that I can make fun of you about. <laughs> but I never make fun of you. Ever. Right. Trey, hit the tape. No, yeah. just kidding. Our guest today, Wrong. Robert Bexley with the law firm of Bexley and Deloach. And Bobby Medig is here with Beyond the Ribbon. But our show begins with Mr. Bexley. Robert Bexley is managing partner with the law firm of Bexley and Deloach. And Robert, good morning. Good morning. Tell us all about your law firm and what you do there. Well, Bexley and Deloach was started about... Uh, well, Bexley and Deloach was started about five months ago when I merged with my partner, Jennifer Deloach. Prior to that, it was the Bexley Law Firm. I started my law firm about six years ago with the specific intention of bridging the gap of services that are available to small businesses, startups, and nonprofits. From there, I started having small business owners ask me, well, do you offer estate planning for small business owners? I said, well, no, but I do now. And then... Smart um, man. Yeah, well, and then a few of them, unfortunately at some point died and then their families came to me and said hey do you do probate i said well i do now and so we started developing all these services focused around small business owners nonprofits, and those sort of people so we, we are a boutique law firm located in the historic downtown lawrenceville area specializing in assisting nonprofit startups entrepreneurs nonprofit um, for founders with all the various basic uh, legal services that they need not just for their businesses and nonprofits but also for family law, uh, estate planning, probate, and all the little services that come along with it. So uh, it sounds like the first thing you specialized in was saying, well, I do now. So that, that, <laughs> that, And that's always a great answer that any small business owner should think about answering. It's important uh, to be flexible. It is, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but so I, I wanted to ask you, you've got a room full of small business owners. You've got a room full of people who run nonprofits. Is there a top five list, a top three list? Is there one thing that you want to make sure everybody knows they need to do, especially if it's woefully missing in the average small business owner in their legal plan? Oh, absolutely. I would say the number one thing that small business owners, nonprofits, anybody who's in a, the sort of micro realm of businesses, those are people that are just getting out there, have less than a million dollars in assets and startup money, is they're so fixated on saving a penny that they 
don't get professional advice, not just with attorneys, but with accounting, with marketing, with all the various basic ancillary uh, services that helps build up a a nonprofit or a small business, and they skimp on that. And they're so focused on inventory or employee management or uh, their infrastructure, but they lose sight of some of these other global issues that affect them. Um, So time and time again do I have uh, clients come to me, and they did it on their own. And because entrepreneurs are naturally very independent people, so they're very go-getters. I'm going to DIY, you know, do it, uh, DIY, do it yourself. And um, and so they did their own formation, but then they forgot to do something. They missed a step, and then they'll spend more money with me fixing their problem than if they had just come to me to begin with. But they didn't know any better, so I don't, you know, look down upon them. But I am there to help, you know write that ship and get them on the straight and narrow. But I also advise them, you know, if a lot of people don't have good accounting, they don't have good marketing people. And I tell them, trust in your uh, professionals. So when it comes to the legal side of that startup, that micro business, the nonprofit, um, obviously you, you kind of talked about um, getting the articles together to begin with. What are what are some of those other key legal things that they need professional legal advice about? Because I know when it comes to estate planning, I, and I'm an independent financial mm-hmm. advisor, and so everybody needs to have an estate plan, and that includes the you know the will and the healthcare directives and yes. the uh, uh, power, power attorney. attorney. Yeah. You know those that's kind of the threesome that, that everybody needs to talk about. Yes. What is the um, what are those things when it comes to being a small business? Well, if we're talking specifically about estate planning, obviously the foundational estate plan of the will, the uh, uh, healthcare directives and the power of attorney are essential and a reciprocal plan that's what covers the, the both spouses uh, if there are spouses uh, beyond that is having really strong operational agreement if there we're talking partnerships with a um, an LLC or, or a corporation and you have partners if nobody really wants to talk about well what happens if one of my partners dies what happens with their shares suddenly you're in business with their spouse well, their spouse doesn't know anything about that business necessarily, um, and you didn't set out to be partners with their spouse. And moreover, if they don't have a will, you may end up being partners with the spouse and their two or three kids, and that's just a disaster. So a good buy-sell agreement um, built into uh, in independently or built into the operating agreement will assist them in understanding um, how to divide up and moreover beyond that is to me giving them advice on turning to an insurance professional to set them up with uh, a lead man insurance that would help kick in in case one of the uh, lead partners uh, dies and then that insurance would kick in to buy out their shares and to allow the business to continue operating. We're talking with Robert Bexley with the law firm of Bexley and Deloach here on Gwinnett Business Radio. And speaking of partners, Robert, you mentioned five months ago you've partnered with Jennifer Bexley. Uh, Jennifer Deloach. Jennifer Deloach, I'm He's sorry. Bexley. She's yes, Deloach. she's Bexley and Deloach. Put your reading glasses on. And every that's day. Turner and that's Hooch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I know a lot of attorneys, a lot of them don't want to bring on partners. What are the pros and the cons? And what went through your mind when you're thinking, do I want a partner? Do I want a partner? Is she the right one? And so forth. Sure. The first thing that popped through my mind is, how do I make more money? And I only have so much time and energy in my hands. Did she come to you and say, do you need a partner? And you said, I do now. Yeah, no, no. In fact, uh, it's funny. Uh, funny, I courted her and uh, she's been friends with my wife for 25 years. They were friends back in like sixth grade. Um, so I had known Jennifer for a good long time um, anyway. And she has been an attorney about five years longer than me, but she was practicing out in California for the longest time. 
extremely successful California attorney. She had a nine-figure lawsuit win under her belt with a defamation case, and she comes back to Georgia, and she's teaching. At the time, I'm teaching. I'm teaching high school at uh, Central Gwinnett High School um, as teaching law there, taking a hiatus from law. I leave Central uh, Gwinnett to go back into private practice, and after about six months, I'm, my success is so great, I just I need somebody else to share the load. And one of the questions you asked was, you know, what is, what is one of the challenges? What, trust. Trust is a huge challenge. I don't know if I trusted hiring somebody to come in and help me, but I wanted to find somebody I trusted to share the load, to be equally yoked to um, this endeavor. And then Jennifer, I started talking to her, and she started talking about how she really wanted to get back into the law herself. And it just one thing led to another, and I enticed her away from teaching and into um, my practice. And then we merged in April. Um, I did away with Bexley Law Firm, and we came Bexley and Deloach. And it was uh, a great marriage of uh, skills and experience. In the context of the uh, comment that 72% of statistics that people read are made up anyway. <laughs> I heard uh, it was... 85. Exactly. Depending on what source you read uh, on the internet. Um, well, I like Mark Twain when he said that they're lies, damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> Amen. Sorry. Ooh, man, that got a snort out of me. Well done. Uh, so in the context of, of that statistic, uh, what percentage of small business owners are, are kind of operating, in, in your opinion, without proper legal representation and, and, and you know, they... They, I did it myself, and, and they didn't get do it correctly. You know, sure. How many people really need the services of you guys? Of course, everybody, but what percentage are not taking advantage of that? Absolutely. I would say that, yes, 100% of uh, people need legal services with their small businesses. It's to what extent. If you're just uh, um, starting your business out and you're in your garage and you're you know, selling stuff on eBay uh, five hours a week, probably minimal. But the second you start, you want to get serious about your business, you need to uh, register your LLC with the Secretary of State. I would say a solid probably 50% of small businesses need legal services and are woefully unprepared with their businesses to uh, engage in the open marketplace uh, unassisted. Um, that means that they have inappropriate contracts, that they are, have uh, branding that is unguarded, that isn't registered with the USPTO, um, or that they're engaging in unsound business practices that could cause problems down the road. And not having legal advice can, to give them the foresight of, hey, do you know that these uh, potholes are ahead of you? Um, and they just don't know who to yeah. turn to. One other question I wanted to ask you, you've, you've done a great job of kind of telling the people who are just starting out, the micro caps, the people who maybe haven't even thought of this or thought, yeah, I need it, but one day I'll do it, right? Um, for those people who did do some things, they did get some stuff in place. They, they've got their minutes from their first couple years of the LLC. Mm -hmm. um, how often should they be sitting down to review uh, with their attorney? Ha, ha, is, there a, is there a good time frame? Hey, every three to five years, you should probably just have a phone call I mean, what, what would you recommend uh i would say it's very, it the the classic answer for any attorney it depends it depends <laughs> and uh, i've any, spoken with some attorneys <laughs> as you, you can go. tell there you go it's kind of like the question is can i be sued for this yes <laughs> yes <laughs> always uh it's whether or not they'll win um now i would say depending on the business um it would be ranged from anywhere from weekly 
to annually. I'd say if you're going gone a year without talking to an attorney, just even a one hour sit down to review your best practices and uh, your contracts, making sure everything is on point, then you're really just taking a risk. You're really, it's like having a child and not taking them to a pediatrician at least once a year. Uh, nobody would, I mean, rightfully think that that was a good idea. And I say the same is true about business. Having an annual checkup is really essential. And that just really means if you don't have an attorney on retainer um, for an annual retainer of some sort, just pay an attorney one or two hours of their time, sit down with them for five, 600 bucks, and you've got an entire year's worth of uh, advice and counsel, boom, right there in front of you. That's good advice. Uh, Robert, we, I loved your story about uh, you know uh, partnering with uh, Jennifer Deloach, and I'm curious. Uh, five years from now, ten years from now, will there be some more names added to the the law firm? Perhaps. Where do you see yourself going? Oh God, I, you know, I see some of these law firms with like um, yeah. five or six names, and. Um, what is it about attorneys, by the way? Are you just so egotistical? You all got to have your name on the oh, thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're, you're not going to find a, a more, uh, a greater collection of vainglorious um, jerks than uh, attorneys who want to partner together and have all Financial their advisors might give you a run for your money. Oh, uh, no. We're, we're maybe like, <laughs> you know, there's a reason why uh, lawyers become politicians, you know. Yeah, it's that's just true. The, the sheer Good vanity point. of it all. No, uh, <laughs> possibly. Um, you know, if there's a, somebody who's we think is really... Uh, talented and wants to be a financial investor, but more likely our, um, the trajectory of our firm is probably going to be in hiring associates and expanding the firm with specialists. And that's actually the, the main thrust of our concept is that we are a boutique firm that, that does a certain amount of general services, but we want to hire attorneys that specialize in the field. So I don't want to be an attorney, have an attorney that does four or five different things. I want an attorney that only does family law, an attorney that only does criminal law. And that way, when you come to us, it's like coming to a, uh, conglomerate of specialists not a uh, collection of generalists the thing i noticed was the um, first partner that you brought on uh, sounded like it really came out of you talked about trust but i was going to say it came out of a deep relationship absolutely so it sounds like that's probably one of the big goals you're doing with your clients is you're trying to develop long-term long-term relationships and it, and it also speaks to why you're wanting to talk to them from the very beginning because the goal is not just to create a transaction but to really the longer they stay in business the better it is for your business and of course the better it is for their business correct a absolutely yeah. when I, I tell my clients all the time it's when you succeed i succeed and being able to gain that client's trust from the get-go from the very beginning and show them that we care that we are interested in them when that they're at their lowest point we are going to be there for them when they're at their best point and it's establishing that trust because we do not make money we have not built a reputation off raking a client over the coals and getting every little bit of money out of them from the right then and there and then abandoning them to the wolves no we are our interest is in cultivating nurturing that relationship um, and that's why we've been so successful over the last six months in fact uh, in june we were the gwinnett chamber of commerce's uh, commerce's business of the month and that was i mean not a fluke and we, we are very proud of the services and the uh, experience we bring to our clients and making sure that they know that they have a trusted partner Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. you mentioned early on that you guys are located just off the uh, historic downtown Lawrenceville area, but That's where are the areas that you serve or, you know, for for people that are listening right now? Absolutely. We we are very very proud of our Gwinnett roots. Uh, I went to high school at uh, South Gwinnett High School. My wife went to Wait, wait, wait. wait. You went to school at South Gwinnett and yes. taught at Central Gwinnett? Yeah, I know. Is that allowed? The only thing left is North Gwinnett, right? <laughs> Never. 
ever, ever would I. Because there's no East or West Gwinnett. I know that. Uh, I yeah, I was uh, graduated at Comet, and I uh, became a Black Knight. Yeah. Uh, when they say at Central Gwinnett, once a Black Knight, always a Black Knight. Um, but I going to uh, graduating from South Gwinnett, and then working for Central Gwinnett, you really kind of get an experience of a lot of different aspects of Gwinnett. My wife went to Berkmar. Uh, Jennifer Deloach graduated from Central Gwinnett herself. I have lived, my wife has lived in Lawrenceville her entire life. I've lived in the Gwinnett area for most of my life. Uh, our, we live in Lawrenceville. We work in Lawrenceville. We are Gwinnettians. Now, that said, it's not to say we're not going to help anybody. It's not in Gwinnett County. But we love Gwinnett in a way that we um, don't experience as much as the outside of Gwinnett. Right. And I'll make sure if they're a North Gwinnett Bulldog, you'll still work with them. Absolutely. You, just, you won't say, no, I'm sorry, can't, can't take your business. However, if they're from Archer, just, just Archer, don't, don't you may have to think no. twice about it. <laughs> well, with that said, Robert, for those that would like to reach out, find out more about your law firm, talk to you about possibly using your services, where can they get more information? Absolutely. They can go to www.bexleylawfirm.com. Excuse me. That is my old email. Yeah. I'm still, still trying to. Now, if they do Bexley Law Firm, hopefully it Actually, will it forward. Actually, it does redirect. Ms. Deloach okay. is going to sue him for that. <laughs> She's going to divorce me. Um, BexleyDeloach.com. That's B-E-X-L-E-Y-D-E-L-O-A-C-H.com. Or they can call our office at 770-689-6006. Great job, Robert. Thank you very much for, jo- for joining us. Thank you for having me. Robert Bexley with the law firm of Bexley and Deloach. Mike, first thing we learned from that first interview, one of the things we learned from that first interview is that hard work pays off. Hard work leads to rewards and opportunities. Uh, This business cornerstone is cooked into a career at Waffle House. The recipe is simple. They'll give you the skills to lead a team and take care of customers, no matter what your background may be. Then you're off on a great and rewarding career, a career in a place with a family atmosphere that promotes success, inclusion, and a genuine care for customers and teammates. Go to whcareers.com today and learn more. Guess what I had for lunch yesterday? Uh, I am going to say a bacon, egg, and cheese Texas no. toast. No. No, you know I'm the grilled cheese guy. Grilled the cheese Grilled cheese guy. sandwich. I'm Waffle the te- House. I'm the Texas toast bacon, egg, and cheese yes. guy. There you with, go. With uh, scattered smothered cover. I wonder. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two amens in one show. Right, that's right. Uh, Bobby, hallelujah. <laughs> and a hallelujah. Bobby Menig is here. She's with Beyond the Ribbon. Bobby, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Tomfoolery. That is the Gwinnett Business Radio Program. I see. <laughs> Tell us all about Beyond the Ribbon and what your or your nonprofit organization does. Um. I am a eight and a half year breast cancer survivor. So going through that journey, um, I, I uh, did chemo, radiation, couple of surgeries. So I kind of understood all of that. And then I started volunteering at our infusion centers over at Gwinnett Medical. And I've done a lot of fundraising for Susan G. Coleman, uh, American Cancer Society. So. All of that kind of come to a perfect storm for me, and I begin to realize that right here in Gwinnett County, we have a lot of patients that need help. And, um, you know, Gwinnett being the second largest county in the state of Georgia, we have a lot of uninsured and underinsured patients here. So that just kind of drove me to, I need help. Mm-hmm. And so I started Beyond the Ribbon. Um, we're totally grassroots. Um, our board is all survivors and those at the time right now are survivors or caregivers so we totally get the journey yeah and so i, I was just saying i know you've been involved in a very long time we met several years ago mm-hmm. at the uh, what was the uh, 
the Relay for Life, mm-hmm. and Gwinnett's got yep. the, one of the biggest in, yes, in, in the, the country. Yes, we're the largest in the universe. Okay, and you're a big part of that yes. as well. Um, so what makes this uh, Beyond the Ribbon a little bit more unique? Well, um, we all are, like I said, survivors, so we totally understand. Um, I'd like to think that I have a very personal touch with our patients here in the community. Um, just yesterday, I went and visited one lady who just started her infusions and met another one of my, my lovelies there. And then I went and uh, visited a gentleman at GMC who um, is having some issues right now. So I like to think it's more of a personal touch that I'm not just, I'm gonna hand you a check and then I'm out of here. Um, you know, I'm constantly talking, reaching out. Um, I don't just focus on breast cancer, it's all cancers. You know, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Um, we have a lot of our little tiny golden warriors that are, that are part of our group. And so it's, you know, we all need love. And uh, so I think one of the one of the unique things is the name. I love the name Beyond the Ribbon. It kind of talks about doing more than just being aware of it, right? Yes. Um, so then the question kind of leads to what are some of the, uh, so you talked about handing checks. What are some of the programs? What are some of the specific things you guys are able to do that maybe other groups aren't doing or can't do or, or whatever the case may be? Well, um, unfortunately, uh, a lot of organizations will only allow so much dollars per person lifetime you know one treatment could be fifteen thousand dollars so given that um we we kind of go beyond just the diagnosis it could be helping with your cell phone so you're able to call the doctor in case something is not going right in your journey Um, we recently helped uh, moms in our group with school supplies you know, you're not going to get that somewhere else. So if, if it's that, it's utilities, cancer comfort items, it, it's, it's whatever. It's beyond just being diagnosed with cancer. And uh, so if you're helping, it, it, and it's kind of here local in Gwinnett County, and it seems like it's a little bit of the people who need help, how are you finding the people that you guys are able to help? Is that through the hospitals? Is it through the doctors? Is it through you guys kind of volunteering and being around ears to the ground? What's the scenario there? You, it's it really, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. become our own personal movement. I, if there's, I mean, almost every day I have someone that is a current survivor um, that will reach out and say, Oh, my friend was just diagnosed. Can we help her? And so it's more just word of mouth. I mean, they they understand that we're personal. We're going to help you, um, however it can be. We have a, 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 a Jane's Closet where I've, I personally have, uh, last week, took meals and canned goods to families. Um, so, so I know we don't do that too much here. Um, we also have our journey bags that we will be offering to newly diagnosed patients. Um, we also do our pats, pillows, and pouches because ladies that are, you know, have mastectomies, it's, it's very tender. So, you know, we offer them pillows to, to, uh, put on their own arms or across their chest with the seatbelts. So it's, it's very different in what we can do than what normal organizations can only help with $500. 
We're talking with Bobby Medig with Beyond the Ribbon here on Gwinnett Business Radio. How can the folks in the community and how can the community in general support you and help Beyond the Ribbon? Um, well, you can go. I'm on Facebook, uh, Beyond the Ribbon. Uh, we also have our website, www.beyondtheribbon.org. Um, we're I'm constantly having events. This weekend, we're having Run for the Ribbons in honor of um, a young lady that lost her life to metastatic breast cancer. Um, so we're honoring her this Saturday at Tribble Mill Park. Um, we're also having a health and wellness event. Um, Tuesday, we're doing a genetics and you related cancer with Dr. Cindy Snyder at the Gwinnett Swanee Library, which will be fabulous. She is incredible. Um, she's with the Gwinnett Medical Center Cancer Center. So um, that's going to be a really great event to come out and get free information. And this is kind of a typical couple of weeks for you. So there's so depending on when people are listening, because we don't yeah. listen live all the time. So go to the Facebook page, go mm -hmm. to the website. So there's all kinds of stuff. So there's participation. And, and I noticed you said that on the board, everybody kind of on the board uh, are survivors. But you don't need to be a survivor to participate or to no. donate or to so volunteer. Yeah, yeah. So people can volunteer Absolutely. at any of these events. They can volunteer to host an event. They can volunteer to, to donate food for the yes. for the pantry, things like so. And, and, and it, what's I think one of the things that's so unique about this organization is you don't do just one thing. It's like, what What do you need? It's almost like the varsity. What do you have? What do you yeah. have? What do you need? What do you need? Absolutely. We'll, we'll help in any way. Do you Absolutely. do this? I do it now. Yeah, yeah. I do it now. Yeah, I do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And there's a lot. It's really funny. I was listening to Robert, and there's a lot of parallels. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a gentleman that is needing to make arrangements. And um, I was thinking, oh, my gosh. I need you because I have them asked. Yeah. We need, you know, where where do I go to probate? Yeah. Because I didn't have a will. Right. Um, so, you know, there's that side of it uh, that a lot of people you don't want to talk about. But it's a community. Really. I mean, you guys oh, are you guys is. are, uh, you know, I, and I, so that so by a little testimonial, I, I have a little Bible verse that pops up every day. Today was as iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens. another. I mean, you guys are sharpening other people. You guys are coming together to do whatever you can to help in any way that you can whether it's pillows for the seat belts or whether it's mm -hmm. delivering food or, or anything that's that's so of course you're going to do all different kinds of things so you do fun runs what are some of the uh, and i guess somebody can give a a general donation they can Absolutely. also participate in any mm -hmm. of these things um is there a is there an opportunity to be a monthly donor i mean Sky's the limit, yes, really? You yes. Go, yeah, I can yes, do that now. Yes, we can do that. I can do that. The answer is yes. Call me on there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I mean, my board kind of gets mad at me because I'm like, yeah, we could do that. I'm doing it. Let's go. <laughs> and it, I, th I don't think it could be understated the fact that you've gone through all this yourself. So mm -hmm. when you're talking to these folks, you know, you can, you, you do know, you always hear it all the time. I, I, I know what you mean. I know, I know how you're feeling. No, sometimes you don't know how I'm feeling. No. And I think in this case, you do. I do. I do know. And um, not not to be a, you know, bring it down, but um, I was talking to someone, and um, it, it, the caregiver's trying to be strong for the patient, and the patient's trying to be strong for the caregiver. And I was like, you don't have to do that with me. You can talk. You can cry you can let it go because you need to do that 
and I'll sit here and listen and hold your hand and we'll talk through it because they don't want to scare their caregiver and they want to be strong um, and the caregiver feels like if I'm not there I feel guilty but I'm going you got to take care of yourself because that person's going to need you so there's there's sad parts to mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. um, you know I've I've been there in the end for some of these people um, and I'm blessed to be able to do that um, I just you know it's 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 a journey and there's you know that's part of our name is that it's it's more than just the being diagnosed and you go through all this I always think of it as a hundred mile freight train you're thrown on it you're going when you're done with those treatments you're kind of left off at that train station and then you're looking around and you go well what do I do now you know those appointments were my security blankets so that's where I really come in because it changes your life and it teaches you to just stop and go wow I gotta rethink all this I gotta find my new normal in all this and whether it's a child or the parent of the child or the patient or the caregiver it's it's life-changing and I always think of our ladies as caterpillars and when they finally embrace that they've been diagnosed with cancer that they'll they'll turn into this beautiful butterfly and for me that's such an honor to watch that transformation well thank you for everything you're doing and don't take this the wrong way but I hope to God that one day we have that day where we don't need your organization Absolutely. anymore yeah uh, but until that day amen. comes, that's my third amen. <laughs> exactly. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. There you go. Uh, but until until then, we do need beyond the ribbon. Again, for those that would like to participate, volunteer, give you a check, whatever the case may be. Where can they find out more information? Uh, once again, our website is www.beyondtheribbon.org, or our Facebook page, Beyond the Ribbon, or you can call us at four zero four two seven four two zero two four. Great. Bobby, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bobby Medig with Beyond the Ribbon here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Also, our thanks to our other guest, guest Robert Bexley with the law firm of Bexley and Deloach. When you were uh, asking people to donate and get you were saying, you know, they could do something for them or give a check, I thought you were going to say give Bobby a day off, but I don't think she would take it. Um, so uh, when, when you're passionate about something, you do that. Speaking of that, uh, we, uh, we are proud to partner with Eastside Medical. They are passionate about what they do, all the different things with healthcare, quality care, Close to home, Eastside Medical Center has been a community healthcare leader for over 39 years, nationally recognized for patient safety. Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside's system of care, you can visit eastsidemedical.com. Speaking of that, we have one other uh, thing we need to tell everybody, and it has to do with healthcare, and that is that opioid addiction can happen to anyone, and improper use of these potentially addictive medications is now a nationwide crisis. On Saturday, September 7th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Eastside Medical Center is joining HCA healthcare hospitals and local law enforcement agencies across the nation to host Crush the Crisis opioid take-back events. 
crush the crisis, take back events, provide an opportunity for the community to properly dispose of their unused opioid prescriptions anonymously, no questions asked. For more information, visit hcahealthcare.com forward slash crush the crisis or call 833-582-1970. And again, that date is Saturday, September 7th, 2019. For those of you that are listening to this podcast before that date, hopefully you can support that. We obviously are supporting our partners if, at Eastside Medical Center. And if it's after that date, I'm sure they can go to the website and there's still some uh, resources to help them any time of the year. This won't be the last one that they do as well. All right. want to thank uh, our listeners. want to thank our guest, our producer, Trey, as well. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Gwinnett Radio X, also on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well, Gwinnett Business Radio. Amen. I was going to say any last words, Stephen, but that Amen. was your hallelujah. Fifth. All right, you got a record there. Let's, let's take up an offering and get out of here. Until next time, for Stephen, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.